Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Five past six on a Wednesday evening and you know what time it is. Wacky Wednesday and the team is in studio. ZFM Sport, Barry Manandi, Chris Midzi, Alois Bunjira, our producer Sean Tafirinika and my name is Mike Madoda. We've got a bit of whack in us, so forgive us for that over the course of the next 55 or so minutes. But we want to include you on the conversation. So do join us uh, as we talk sport and a whole lot of other things as well. The number that you can use to be part of the conversation is 0731-168-045. The sports stories that we shall be chasing today on the home front, Highlanders have reassigned the assistant coaches Antonio Torres and Joel Lopatla following the appointment of club legend Madindan Lovo into their technical setup. In the international sport, we go stateside where Anthony Davis dropped 30 points as the Lakers move into ninth place in the Western Conference following victory over the Memphis Grizzlies this morning. They are in the playoff spots now. The question we ask is will they stay there until the playoffs begin? We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from New Zealand, England, Northern Ireland and the US. In the beautiful game we zone in on the UEFA Champions League where Borussia Dortmund midfielder Jude Bellingham called Chelsea's retaken penalty which knocked his team out of the competition. Quote, a joke. In tonight's action, Thomas Muller has issued a warning to Gillian Mbappe ahead of uh, Bayern Munich's crunch last 16 re- return leg against Paris Saint-Germain. And Spurs forward Hyun Min Son uh, says their round of 16 second leg encounter against AC Milan is a chance for his side to turn their season around. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. That number to send us a message on is 073. Yes, sir. I was about to give out my phone number. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. wow. Now, now the guys are holding pens now. Yes, right. <laughs> 0731. 
Or you can send us a tweet on at ZFM Sport. Let's give you that local sports news round. Starting with some athletics news. The National Athletics Association of Zimbabwe has opened entries for the National Open Track and Field Championships set for White City Stadium on the 25th of March. This will be the second national event the city will host after the Interclub Championships, which were held at the same venue last weekend. In volleyball news, the Zimbabwe Volleyball Association will hold a number of capacity development programs for officials meant to improve the sport. The president of the Zimbabwe Volleyball Association, Polisin Lovu, said following the annual general meeting held in Nyanga, members adopted the calendar for the year, which has a club management course to be held next Saturday. Let's finish off with some mixed martial arts news. Um, mixed martial arts fighter Nicholas Wende has set his sights on earning a UFC contract after successfully defending his EFC bantamweight title for the second time last week. Wende, who's popularly known as Gokwe Boy, maintained his unbeaten start to his professional career after a dominant victory against South African Ruven De Beer in the co-main main event of the EFC 101 recently. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandawa to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Right, let's talk Highlanders who have reassigned the assistant coaches Antonio Torres and Joel Lupasla following the appointment of club legend Madinda Lovu as an assistant coach. The duo of Lupasla and Torres became the latest victims of Zifa's directive, barring coaches without a CAF A license from coaching in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. So there are changes happening at Highlanders Alois, uh, and the latest move uh, sees uh, Antonio Torres and Joel Lopatla reassigned. And of course, Madin and Lovo has made a return. What do you make of that move to have Madin and Lovo back in the technical setup at Boso? Yeah, you know, as for Madin, I think it's a positive move. You know, when you look at the history of the club, you know, he's a club legend, a world of experience. You know, even when Highlanders were at the top of their game, I think when they won back to back championships at that time, he's the one who was credited uh, by a lot of people to have brought in. Uh, given debuts to a lot of those young yes, that the likes on. of Caesar Corsa, yes. Tulani Nguve, yes. Jessica Peña, all those guys. Exactly. So he 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 he, he is well known for his love for development. That's why he's also head of development. I like the structure where he's an assistant coach as as, lo- as well as being the head of development. That means that the youngsters are actually being seen at a broader scale now with the eyes that are coming from the first team. So you think you think they're gonna in. get more opportunities in the first team. Yes, squad. it's very good for the youngsters. You know, I'm all for the, I'm all for that. I'm all for those kind of structures where a team like Arenas doesn't need to buy a whole some like a whole team every season. They need to promote three or four youngsters a year. But then on the downside, I feel sorry as well for people like Joel Lupasha, a victim of what we have been crying about, about yes. the uh, cafe issues. He's a victim of that because I'm, I'm, t- I'm sure by now you could be having it. Yes. You know, if, you could, if, you could if be, only we were holding the courses. Exactly. Yeah. Joel Lupasha we were holding courses. Well, so he's he, a victim of all, of all that. Is he, is he a victim though, Mike? Yeah, I, I was going to ask that, that could this not be, Barry, uh, a very clever ploy by Highlanders to accommodate those two individuals yeah. 
on the bench. Because because here's the Give deal. them new titles, new Go. posts yep. that allow them to sit on the bench. Both Antonio Torres and Joel Lupato were unable to sit on the bench last season. All of a sudden, they're reassigned to get these portfolios. Antonio Torres will be joining Abraham Baiwa, uh, possibly as fitness trainer and, and analyst, while Joel Lupato will most likely replace Vezigama Lodlo as welfare manager. Now, giving them the, those new titles means that they can sit on the bench now. They don't have to sit behind in the terraces mm. and they can sit on the bench and I think that it's probably a very clever ploy on the part of uh, Highlanders to ensure that their entire coaching uh, staff are able to sit on the bench and be able to contribute because uh, Brito was looking cutting a very lonely figure during games <laughs> without his, his assistants uh, standing there and having to do things on his own. Now, I think that uh, this is a clever way in which they've, they've uh, counted that. You know, but I still think that we're still backward as far as our, our football structure is concerned. They, he should actually have a, 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 maybe a striker's coach. A striker's coach is, can be allowed to, to sit on the bench or some other technical te- technical name. You know, ah, I the league might tell I, you that, uh, no, he's a, considered an assistant, so he has to have a captain. I, I do yeah, agree exactly. with Alois. That's, that's Alois, what I do. I, Alois I makes a fine point because when you, take, when you take a look at the present technical setups, Chris, yeah. uh, of even if you watch just a normal Premier League match mm. uh, or even just a match in South Africa, it's more than just the coach and yeah. his two, two assistants, assistants. No. Uh, and a manager. The yeah. coach there is. are a number of guys that you see sitting on that bench. Yeah. At some, uh, at, at most times, actually, the members of the technical team are actually more than the substitutes. Absolutely. And when yeah. you take a look at, there's a reasoning for that. It's because with the evolution of football and how technical it has become, all of those facets need a technical expert in order for them to be able to get the best possible results from their playing staff. So the more depth you have in terms of your personnel, in terms of the bench, in terms of coaching, the more you are going to be able to extract results from that playing personnel. It's not enough to have, for example, just hypothetically, your head coach used to be a defender. He was a brilliant defender. There's no way that he is going to be able to extract the same value from your forward line as someone who was proficient there Mm -hmm. and has trained in that particular capacity. So definitely we need a lot more depth in terms of these benches. But back to the idea of the victim. Here's my thing. And I'm going to point, let's just talk about Highlanders and Dynamos when it comes to these assistant coaches and potentially the cost around them getting their badges. These clubs are sponsored by possibly the biggest sponsor in the league. What did it take for them to say, you know what, we are unable to get these coaching courses here? Is it possible? For one of our coaches or two of our coaches to actually go to travel, and get to, to travel and go and get the, I don't think that a sponsor who's expecting results is going to be, you know, particularly finicky about however yeah, much true. it would have cost for them to get these badges. So this is great. Let's reshuffle. Let's ensure that they're on the bench. Yeah, but, but you could have They could have taken yeah. uh, a completely different route, and I, I totally yeah, agree I with agree. you, Chris. But let's take a look uh, at those uh, appointments or reappointments for those of you who are not in the know. Uh, Madindan Lovu, who we talked about who makes a return to Highlanders he does possess the requisite Cafe A badge that's required for you to sit on the bench so he will assist the Portuguese national Baltimore Brito who Barry uh, said was increasingly looking lonely uh, on the touchline uh, by himself. Uh, Madida Katazile has also been charged of course to be the director of junior development at Highlanders. Torres will now be joining Abraham Baiwa as fitness trainer and analyst while Joel 
Lupatla will replace Vizigama Lorlo as welfare manager. And of course, uh, these reassignments will be guided by contractual implications and uh, it is expected that Highlanders will confirm these appointments in the near future. Barry, let's talk about uh, add, uh, back to Madindan Rovu uh, and we know now of course that he'll be sitting on the bench, he'll be assisting Baltimore Breton, but let's also talk about what looks like the importance Highlanders is placing on development. Mm-hmm. Alois mentioned that, that the junior players now have got a direct path into the first team's Squad. But I think this appointment also shows us that Highlanders is going back uh, yep. and digging up, uh, to use a, a, a biblical term, digging up those old wells mm. uh, that were so successful for them in the past because Highlanders throughout the 80s and the 90s had possibly the best developmental system yeah, yeah. in the country mm. that produced some of the most talented players that we know, not just for Highlanders, but who benefited the country at national team level. Uh, certainly, and, and uh, also their development structures haven't fallen apart. Uh, they've, there was always the quote-unquote uh, quote, quote infrastructure there. It looks like they're now uh, sort of feeding life into that infrastructure, and it's working because I, I saw over the weekend their under 13 t- team, I think it is, yeah, uh, won a, a tournament. Yeah, um, I saw pictures of them uh, winning a tournament out in Ulawayo. Uh, and now the introduction of Madin and Lovu, a man who he said is steeped in and, and loves uh, junior development, also giving uh, and polishing rough diamonds like the likes of Marshall Mashazan, who cut a very long career in our Premier League. Zephaniah Ngozo, Ono Gombami, who then went uh, uh, into Europe, Eric Mutzingwa, who played for the national team. He's the one who gave them their debuts, gave them the and 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 gave them the impetus uh, to play football at the highest level. So, 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 so he's played this role, Barry, on a couple of occasions, meaning yeah. that he hasn't fluked it. Uh, Alois yeah. mentioned the fact that, of course, he's the yeah. one who preceded that uh, glorious uh, run of four yeah. titles on the spin. Yeah. Uh, Madin Landovo, I think he was in charge of the team in 1997, and he brought in a generation of players, some of the best players we've seen in our local league. Mm-hmm. And then he played that role again in 2005 yep. before Metemidlovo won the title in 2006. Six, so yeah. he's not fluking it. No, he's got an not. eye for talent uh, as uh, Madindlovo. But the other thing that we'll need to keep an eye on, uh, Alois, is the chemistry between Madinda and Brito. Yes. Because it is a story that we know so well in Zimbabwe. They're both men of age. Yeah, they're both <laughs> men of age. But they're, wow. they're both strong characters uh, and we've seen it play out at different clubs where you bring in a strong assistant coach uh, and then there's a bit of tension there because usually a strong assistant coach believes in his own methods and may see the game differently so that's something that Highlanders is going to have to keep an eye on and manage yeah I I agree with you 100% because uh, Matinda has been a a national team coach remember Uh, he has coached uh, big big clubs in in Botswana as well he has coached Highlanders before so we don't know what is going to be the ambitions or the relationship between them so you're you're so right that they need to keep an eye on it actually I think maybe they've already seen that it might just work because having also spoken to Madinda a few months ago you know I sat with him discussed and he's somebody who looks like he has softened up he's uh, he's chilled he's, uh, he's my chilled and uh, I think he's actually so more, with yes um, I'm, I think he's actually even more at home with development with, with the development side of Highlanders than having real big ambitions to be really taking I mean, over he, he, with the festive court. He, he doesn't I'm even not, have to worry about bread and butter. 
issues. I mean, he got that uh, lovely house uh, from yeah. the sponsor yeah. club as well. Yeah. So I, I hope I'm right. There, there are certain things, I think, that have been uh, sort of like taken away right. from him. And yeah. uh, he can now concentrate solely on football. And as, as we wrap up the, the conversation here, Chris, and uh, taking a look at Highlanders, uh, we also, of course, the elephant in the room, uh, Joel Lopatla. His position at Highlanders. Uh, here is a guy who came in as the assistant coach yeah. uh, at Highlanders, and now he finds himself. And whatever people may say, but here is Madinda. Madinda will probably be the assistant yes. coach. Yes, and yes. Joel Lupata has been pushed further down the pecking order, so he's been put in a very awkward position, hasn't he? It's a very precarious position when you're taking a look at your relevance in any organisation. The more you move down the pecking order, the less likely it is that your contributions are, first of all, relevant and secondly, considered. So he's in a very precarious position and I hope he's able to finish out the season in that position. Well, Highlanders fans, we want to hear from you, your thoughts on the new technical setup that is rumoured uh, to have been put in place by Borso out uh, at Barber Fields 0731-168-045 that's the number you can send us your messages on 0731-168-045 you can also tweet us at ZFM Sport Brito Madinda Lupatla and Torres will it work Will the chemistry be there? We've heard a few rumours that, uh, you know, there was a bit of tension in the background. So we're wondering if this particular setup is going to work and what will it deliver for Highlanders in season 2023, which gets underway in just 10 days' time. Highlanders, of course, will be in action in 10 days' time. Get in touch with us on our WhatsApp platform and during the Fan Zone, we'll read as many of your messages as we can. Quick breather and we'll come back with head stateside to talk about the Lakers and NBA basketball. Are they stepping up at the right time? International Sports News Roundup, where the world plays. Whether it's the NBA or NFL, the best of America on ZFM Sport. There was a big game out in the Western Conference in the early hours of this morning and last night if you're out in the States and Anthony Davis dropped 30 points and pulled down 22 rebounds and Dennis Schroeder added 17 points and 9 assists as the Lakers moved into ninth place in the Western Conference with a 112-103 victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves scored 17 points apiece in the 6th win in 8 games for the Lakers who were so since the All-Star break, despite missing LeBron James and D'Angelo Russell to injury. Davis says the Lakers are on a mission to win every single game. It's a uh, must win. Every game we play from here on out, 15 games left, 16, whatever the number is, is a must win for us. And um, nothing changed tonight. You know, our, our ball club did a great job competing on both ends of the floor. A little carryover from the game before against Golden State. Um, and we feel like we owe this team one. You know, we let one slip away in Memphis. Um, obviously, you know, John was a big part of that. But no matter who, like I said, no matter who they have on the floor, they're, they're a threat uh, with Bain and, and, and uh, Jackson and all those guys, Jones. So uh, we want to come out and compete, and all our guys stepped up tonight. See. 
with LeBron James out, Chris, it needed someone to step up to the oh, plate. Oh, yeah. And it was Anthony Davis. Absolutely superstar performance against um, the Grizzlies. He's hitting 11 of his 17 shots, repeatedly making big plays down the stretch. He had actually a cut on his nose from the first half, so it was bandaged up, mm. blocking two shots. Wow. It was one of those hero performances that you take a look at. And he rightfully said, you know what? Um, he told, what's his face? LeBron. Yeah. LeBron. He told Chill. LeBron. Don't hurry back. We're okay. Don't, don't rush your recovery. And he really does have it. Mm. And it's so, so great to see um, the Lakers playing like this. And also to just see a big sort of a big game performance from uh, Anthony Davis like this. Uh, and, and, th- and they need those big performances because uh, so much has been put on LeBron James's plate, Barry. Yeah. Uh, he's been expected to be the one who's facilitating, the one who's winning the Lakers games. Mm. And it's good. I think even he himself will, sm- will smile a bit and say, you know what, it's good to see the team winning without me. Yeah, that uh, means when I come back in, mm. I can be the boost that they need for the playoffs. Yeah, and you can see that there's, there's uh, um, almost a coalescence of uh, the thinking that guys we've only got each other uh, because I, I saw the game that they played in, in uh, Los Angeles uh, uh, over the weekend on I hope you all have those mobile dictionaries you know and talking about coalescence <laughs> you're going to use a similar Spy word Barry what <laughs> for lack of a better word yes. okay. <laughs> yeah so because after the, the game against the Warriors on Sunday night, mm. uh, LeBron James comes onto the court. First person he goes to is Anthony Davis. They have a they have a lot a huge conversation together. They they they're united. They're talking about what they need to do to make the playoffs. So everyone is aligned to this whole thing. It, both injured LeBron James and fit uh, uh, Anthony Davis. That's if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. But you know what my worry is? Yeah. What if when LeBron does come back, it kills the chemistry? Because I think the Lakers at the moment have significant enough flow and getting wins like this, do you want to upset that chemistry? Well, they're never going to sit uh, LeBron James. Uh, uh, I know, uh, but it's unfortunate for the Lakers. For me, Chris, that's on the coach. Uh, The coach, you've got to find a way Mm. uh, of of getting the best out of LeBron. You've got to at least give him a role that you can complement what's been going on already. Uh, And so if it means that he's... He can cheer on from the sidelines. (laughs) No way. If it means he's not handling the ball as much Mm -hmm. and you say, you know what, do what Michael Jordan used to do for the for the for the Chicago Bulls, where Michael Jordan uh, was about scoring. He's a finisher. Okay, given the ball, Michael score for us. Yeah. And I think LeBron can play that role as well to say, you know what, score for us, LeBron. We'll facilitate. We'll get you in good areas where you can actually score. Mm-hmm. Be the hero, but let others have more of the ball because whilst he's a very good passer, I feel that the team misses something if LeBron is the one facilitating and not the the one getting on the end of things. Let's take a look at the Western Conference standings. The Denver Nuggets are out in front. They're, of course, on a good run at the moment, 8-2. and Uh, Sacramento Kings are in second. Grizzlies, who lost to the Lakers, are in third. And the Phoenix Suns, who are looking like dark horses out in the West, are in fourth place. The Mavericks are in fifth. Golden State Warriors are in sixth. And then in seventh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Clippers are in eighth. The Lakers are now in ninth. And the New Orleans Pelicans are out in tenth. Upcoming key games for you across both conferences, West and East. 
The New Orleans Pelicans take on the Dallas Mavericks, the Boston Celtics versus the Portland Trailblazers. The Golden State Warriors will entertain the Memphis Grizzlies. That should be a blockbuster match, that one. And the New York Knicks will be entertaining Sacramento Kings at the Madison Square Gardens. Hi, my name is Zuba Amute, Los Angeles Clipper Small Forward, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds, international sports news. We start in New Zealand where Hurricanes coach Jason Holland has said All Blacks enforcer Adi Surveyor was quick to regret his throat-slitting gesture towards an opponent and has accepted his one-week ban. In England, skipper Owen Farrell says England must be ready for anything versus France in the Six Nations on Saturday while backline coach Kevin Sinfield added there is wonderful competition at fly-half as Marcus Smith returned. In years from Northern Ireland, Rory McIlroy has admitted that the emergence of the Saudi-backed Live Golf has forced the PG Tour interchange and believes players will benefit from a new look schedule next season. And it's touched down in the United States where the governor of Florida has urged US President Joe Biden to allow Novak Djokovic to compete at Indian Wells and the Miami Open despite the world number one being unvaccinated for COVID. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Good evening, sports team. It's Adamski here. As Chelsea fans, we had missed this winning feeling. Blue is the colour forever. Chelsea winning and uh, uh, winning quite comfortably uh, against Borussia Dortmund uh, last night. Alois, we shall be talking about that game a bit later on. But uh, Chelsea fans must be cock a because the last three, four months uh, have been pretty tough for them. Yeah, uh, it was a good game uh, for, for Chelsea. Uh, a very good win. They could even have scored a bit more in the first half, especially. They created chances there and uh, it gave them some voice. I saw some already now after the win, they started joining the bandwagon of 7-Up. Right. Uh, yeah, I saw them. Tinashe in Mazoe, uh, he's bragging and he says, yesterday my prediction was correct and yes, it was Tinashe because I'm taking a look at the messages you sent yesterday and mm. you say that Chelsea will win by 2-0. So he got his prediction correct and uh, he's definitely chuffed uh, about what happened. Then when Chris said November is dedicated to men, does she mean no nut November? Um, no. <laughs> that is not what I meant. I think she means Movember. Movember. <laughs> no. What? You see, oh. there is almost a day oh and a month days. for everything nowadays. <laughs> no, but it's... It's, it's a challenge. I, the challenge that I will not repeat the name of uh-huh. is actually a challenge that peop- men do. Abstain for yes. a month. No sense. And, and, and anything else. What's in November. Else? Yeah. Um, what else do people do? So, Self-assistance. No. Oh, God. Shucks. Self-care. So, it oh. means Self-care. <laughs> so that means it's our month. No, but no, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a Look, challenge. Yeah, that's month if you've got it, then because she has, she had said that we have got it. No, you guys have a month. That listener just thought I meant that specific challenge. <laughs> oh. Right, let's move along. Uh, Leroy, he says, "Hello, sports team of the century, the best there is." Thank you so much, Leroy. You say, "Team, may you break it down for me?" Is Lewis Hamilton and all the Mercedes team still interested in Formula One racing? Ask <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Ask yeah. the same thing. I'm I'm on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> I mean, these guys are not serious okay, anymore. Barry. 
this is what you're going to have to come in. How can they start two seasons in a row with the car not ready to race? <laughs> Over to you, Barry Manette. <laughs> you know what? I, what do you do with that? There is... What you get is Total Wolf has had uh, so much uh, good stuff going on at Mercedes for so long. And it was because he was doing things different to everyone else uh, uh, in the paddock. Uh, everyone else on the grid. And now what he's trying to do is he's overthinking it and thinking, I need to do something different to everyone else. And unfortunately, yeah. in this sense, he got, he's got it woefully wrong. predictions Team Morangu, no one gave Chelsea a chance, but look at it now. History has it that when Chelsea lose their first leg away from home in the last 16, they then win the second leg at home and are struggling in the Premier League. They go on to win the Champions League. Anz Chimudara has spoken. Mark my words, DJ Risi B from Harare Chelsea fans talking big Chris yeah and they look into history to say look there are certain patterns that uh, we usually sort of like see but, uh, and we may be going on a glorious I, cup I, run I hear him but has Chelsea ever been in terms of form in the last sort of 10 years this yeah. bad I don't think so but we're going to take a screenshot of that message and yeah. save it for later <laughs> Daniel in Marlborough says hello great team is it true that Dynamo's hired bouncers to push their bus after Denver McCombe had refused to push uh, if so, what is the caliber of our sports administrators, surely, uh, if they fail to fix the bus? <laughs> Foremost, uh, Alois, Denver McCumber shouldn't have to push any bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw the story. I, I think that the story was sugar-coated. Uh, it can actually be a war zone story. But yes, the bus did uh, a breakdown and there was some, some scuffle around it. I think they polished up the story to, to I think it's members of the opposition. Opposite, uh, you know, opposition is in war zone. The, the you know, camp, yeah. yeah, so but I, I, I but like you're saying, then from Kamba can't push mm. a bus. No, you know, that's his, not his, job. his job is to yeah, play. it's not his job. To stay fit. Yeah, the people exactly. who are supposed to make sure the bus is okay must. Yeah, the bus was supposed to be okay in the first place. Imagine if, imagine then then if he gets injured pushing the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Chi Town. TC has got in touch. Says Alois raised an interesting issue concerning teams assigning people different roles in the technical department. Mamelodi Sundowns Caboyelo have yeah. a technical team of 25 members. No yes. wonder they are doing well oh, yeah. in the CAF Champions League. And of course, not just the CAF Champions League, they're absolutely dominating the South African DSTV producer. Just to clarify for all the men listening, there's an entire month dedicated to men's health, and that is the month of June. To men's health. Men's health. health. And nobody, nobody. No one, but, but we don't get presents. We don't get gifts. We don't get You guys nothing. don't even we know. know we, we, we get told. We, we, we know our days. Uh, we know our months. And, and we make month, sure we get being, presents. We're being asked to fiddle with you ourselves. You guys were actually supposed to bring me a present. So do, we, do we get presents for men's health? No, but you should at least go to the doctor. Men only go to the doctor when they act different. Kenny from Windsor. Hi, guys. I love you all, despite you all not giving my beloved Chile not even a chance against Dortmund. <laughs> yes, that Chelsea fans have come out. But uh, we, where we come in from? hiding in the Antica. woodworks. Alzi, may God be with you always. <laughs> That's not genuine. That's not genuine. <laughs> all right. Hi, guys. Let me just put this very shortly. Highlanders as a team have not been afraid to make decisions that are seemingly cunning decisions, but which overall are good for the club and the core Chris as a number yeah, yeah. <laughs>
That's a bit of Oh, my goodness. Someone wants to talk basketball here. Anzi. Ooh, ooh. And he, this was one of the Zodwa any day messages, Chris. I'll, I'll <laughs> oh tell you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, says, LeBron James is like Neymar at PSG. Kana Asipo, they play better, Barry. Oh, yeah. Look, I, 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 I dispute that. Okay. What it is... Sometimes there's a star when a star player is missing, uh, it galvanizes the team. They fight harder. They work to work together. Uh, so it's not that he's a destabilizing influence. It's just that everyone realizes that the star player is not here. Guys, we have to knuckle down. Yeah. It's up to us. It's Guys, guess whose birthday it is on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Neymar's sister. Neymar's sister, but uh, this time he's out for the season. Yeah, but Neymar's sister. Coincidence? Yeah, he always gets uh, injured around this time. Around this time. Came from Guadalajara. Who is Neymar's sister? Neymar's sister. Neymar's sister? sister. I don't even know her name. She's a celebrity. She's Neymar's sister. She's famous because of her famous. You just get on his Instagram, you know who she is. <laughs> uh, came from Kwazana, says, uh, where, do you all go, where do you guys find the music you play, though? Uh, I swear 90% of the times, I don't even know the song or the artist. Enjoy <laughs> the show. Bass. That's on you, DJ Bass. <laughs> okay, but he I enjoys the music. I don't know if that's a compliment. But he enjoys the music, yeah? yeah? Because he says you, you're picking up these nondescript no. artists, <laughs> like Haifa used to do. Uh, from the back alleys of Europe. Baby Rexha is not a nondescript artist. Even though it's well, Wacky Wednesday. We find the the freshest tunes from the the the, the hot brand new artists. music, baby. Brand new music. We, that's what what, we, what we Peter Johns used to say? Fresh off the plane. Fresh off the plane. plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, because, uh, you know what? Uh, you know what image I used to have? Uh, I used to then just have this image of Air Zimbabwe is. and the pilot opening. You know the little window. Yeah, the little window. Drop it down and drop it down. Peter Johns. You can. Yes. And drop it down. To feed a job. Last message here. Yeah. This is KV from Glenora. Says, Hello, team. I think PSG will win today. Although the match will be a tight one, the Messi Mbappe combination is now visible. Let's head to the Champions League. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. So let's take a look at last night's action. Our Borussia Dortmund midfielder Jude Bellingham called Chelsea's retaken penalty, which knocked his team out of the Champions League. Quote, a joke. Dortmund won the first leg at home 1-0, but a first-half goal by Raheem Sterling and a controversial penalty by Kai Havertz handed them a 2-0 defeat in the second leg at Stamford Bridge as they crashed out of the last 16 2-1 on aggregate. Let's hear from Jude Bellingham, the Borussia Dortmund midfielder. I've seen. I've not really seen the incident back. I don't know if I'm going to get to it there, but I, I've not seen the incident back. Um, from where I was, it looked like it was pretty close, and you know, I'm not sure what more he can do with the hands. But yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. I've played enough to, to them lot. So, but yeah, I think that that in itself was um, was disappointing, and then the fact that they've had a retake, I think um, it's a joke. Um, I think for every penalty, especially when he has such a slow run up, there's going to be um, people encroaching to the yards, um, to the box by a yard or so. Um, but that's the game, I suppose. He's made the decision and, and we've had to live with it. Z. Uh, so that's the voice of Jude Bellingham <clears throat> talking about the, the penalty incident. Uh, yeah, it's a good place to start, uh, Lewis, because 
Firstly, there's the awarding of the penalty, which I don't think would have been awarded if that were an English Premier League game uh, with English referees. Uh, secondly, there is the retaking of uh, the penalty, which by the letter of the law, you can understand. Yeah, I, I, I also don't think that it was uh, really a penalty. But see, sometimes if it's given, if it's not given, uh, sometimes it goes. You know, some referees would give, some won't. But if it, if it wasn't given, would actually say, come on. Let's play on, but for the return, like for the return, uh, for the retaking of, of the of the penalty, I think uh, Bellingham need to understand the laws of the game. Yeah. If there's an encroachment, there's an encroachment. It doesn't matter if the run run runway to the ball was slow. Mm. If it's slow, you delay your encroaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You encroach after the ball is hit. So if you see the guy is slow to take the goal, you stay out. That's for me. I think the retake the retaking was yeah. legal. But uh, I, do, I don't, in my opinion, I thought the penalty sh- shouldn't have been given. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Alice on that one. First yeah. of all, I, I don't think it was a clear and obvious error. Yeah. Uh, and so I was surprised that uh, the referee who had a clear look at it, mm-hmm. the on-field referee, uh, was then asked to go and have a look at it because uh, one of the VAR protocols talks about clear and an obvious, obvious yeah. error. Yeah. And he seemed to communicate during the game that, you know what, I saw it and I don't think, I don't think. Uh, that yeah. it's a penalty. So I'm just wondering why he changed his mind because if you take a look at that player, you know, uh, turning away from the ball yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, there was no deliberate intent to play the ball. So I, I was surprised if you go by the protocol mm-hmm. of clear and obvious error, why then he changed his mind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I criticized the on-field referee because he still had the leeway to say, to you know what, I've had a look at it again and I'm still sticking I'm still with my on-field uh, decision and no one would have complained. No exactly. one would have complained because it's one of those that if, if it's in the English Premier League they don't give penalties like that. They don't. They, they don't. don't. Uh, they they don't, don't give it the screen. And, and then again with the rules of the game yes, I think players need to be educated around the rules of the game because a lot of the Borussia Dortmund players were of the opinion that we all encroached yeah. yes. but the rules still specifically state that even if you both all encroach Encroach, whether it's Chelsea players and you Dortmund players it's not just about Dortmund players it doesn't cancel each (laughs) other out you still have to have a retake yeah you have to have a retake but nonetheless uh, Graham Potter uh, got some uh, much needed respite we're going to hear from you Chris momentarily but first let's hear from uh, Chelsea manager Graham Potter Fantastic atmosphere, fantastic evening. Players were tremendous, the supporters were tremendous. We had to be against a a team that are doing so well. Ten games on the bounce winning. Um, But I think over the two games, I think we've deserved to go through. I thought we played a good game against Dortmund, but we didn't score. Today we did. Um, And I thought we, yeah, it was a special night. My job is to help the team, help the players. Um, prepare the team as best we could and to support them because they've been um, suffering as well the players they've, 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 we've not, nobody's enjoyed the, the run we've had um, so that's why today was important for us we, we wanted to progress we have and we're happy see um, and he, he's happy yes and, and, and uh, uh, gratefully so I'm sure uh, but uh, he, 
Stamford Bridge is not one of the most atmospheric uh, stadiums, uh, Chris, and yeah. it wasn't last night. And we saw him trying to rally the the the, the, the fans and mm. get them uh, singing and all sorts, which they tried in a nice little way. But uh, <laughs> it, it it wasn't that. But great for Potter that he's been given this this new lease of life. Uh, if you, if we can call it that, um, I think for Potter this is just. I think especially from public opinion from Chelsea fans, I think it's a it's a bit of respite. Mm. I think they'll expect him to kick on. And I think the only people who are truly sort of keeping mum or continuing to support him publicly are Todd Burley and uh, Bedad Egbali, who are the co-owners of Chelsea mm. at the moment. They've, you know, stuck to their guns and are still supporting uh, their gaffer, which is brilliant. But Graham Potter... Is under pressure still. Yeah, having spent half a billion dollars, that's a lot of pressure. And other results from last night: Clinical Benfica thrashed, shell shocked, uh, Club uh, Club Bruges. 5-1 with two goals from striker Gonzalo Ramos uh, to knock the Belgian side out of the Champions League and reach the quarterfinal 7-1 on aggregate at the Stadio Daluge. I questioned Scotty Parker's appointment, but I'm not going to start that in this studio because I know there are some stiff defenders of Scotty Park. I, I think he's gone. I think he's, he's actually he's gone. been fired. Has been he's, fired. Ah, there we go. I think they've had enough of him and uh, they've decided, you know what, it was uh, <laughs> a gamble that simply didn't work. Yeah. That didn't work, yeah. <laughs> CFM Stereo is untouchable. All right, so Bayern Munich, att- that's now we're on to tonight's action where Bayern Munich attacking midfielder Thomas Muller has issued a warning to Kylian Mbappe ahead of the Bavarians' crunch Champions League last 16 return leg against Paris Saint-Germain tonight. The Ligue 1 side are in Germany needing to overturn a 1-0 deficit from the first leg in which Mbappe, freshly recovered from a hamstring problem, uh, caused havoc off the bench but saw his two second-half strikes disallowed for offside. Let's hear from Thomas Muller. In my opinion, the most spectacular at this moment is Kylian Mbappe. I think it's an easy decision. His explosiveness, combined with making the right decisions in the penalty box, makes him a great player. He knows where a striker needs to be. It's not only beautiful, but also very effective. And personally, I like that. But that's not a secret. I think the whole world loves to watch Killian play football. For tomorrow, however, we don't want to watch him play well because we're going to do everything to disturb him. And if we succeed in our plan, he's not going to have much fun tomorrow. And it looks like, uh, Lois, they are preparing specifically for Kylian Mbappe. And you can understand why, uh, because he can be lethal if you let him. But that might also mean that there is a certain Lionel Messi that might have the freedom of the park. Yeah, uh, you know, PSG on paper, guys, uh, they are really strong. You know, when you look at their attacking power, you know, with Lionel Messi and, and Mbappe. Look at the, we're looking at the World Cup final here. Yeah, yeah. There's Mbappe, there's Lionel Messi here. They are fighting for the, uh, the golden ball. The two chief actors in that. Two chief actors. You know, they final. got their teams there to the World Cup. And these guys are now playing club football in the same team. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 ridiculous. it's ridiculous, you know. And uh, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, but now he's back. 
uh, like they say, that he had a hamstring problem. You saw what he did when he came on, and he was like a half-fit player. Yeah. Now imagine what he can do when, he, when, when he's fully fit, and there is Lionel Messi to come from behind and feeding him mm. and peeling off as well. I know it's, 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 it's scary what PSG can do if they click. But Bayern Munich themselves are quite an organized unit, and uh, listen, they've got returnees as well. They're quite significant, Mike. Yeah, they've got uh, returning players uh, at Bayern Munich, and uh, Sadio Mane, of course, is one that we'll need to keep an eye on. I mm. doubt he's going to start. I yeah, think he'll have I'm to sure make his uh, impact uh, off the bench as he works his way to full fitness. The dif- difference, though, in this game between Bayern and PSG is the mental state of PSG. Mm. Uh, before the first leg, uh, PSG was struggling. Yeah. Uh, remember heading into that game versus Bayern Munich, uh, they'd suffered, uh, they'd been knocked out of the cup competition in France. They had started, I think, to a couple of league defeats as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hadn't been convincing at all. The yeah. difference now is that they're coming into this game on the back of three wins and in those three wins they've played some really swashbuckling football yeah. uh, and the people are talking about the Mbappe-Messi combination and I believe it's precisely the reason why they're playing this swashbuckling football because those two just seem to have a chemistry, a chemistry and, yeah. and understanding because if it's not Messi assisting Mbappe it's Mbappe assisting mm. Messi uh, and so they do play very well together what they need to do now is to make sure that I think that they get their fullbacks into very good positions. They lost 1 0 last time, and let's not forget they were not outplayed by Bayern they Munich. Were, no. And it was just one lapse in concentration, yeah. uh, where, which uh, Bayern Munich then took advantage of to score. Uh, and so they'll be looking to defend better, but I think one of the things that uh, they'll be looking to do is to get their fullbacks higher up the pitch up, yeah. and to keep Bayern Munich's fullbacks pinned back uh, and allow Bayern Munich no width at all. And so it's going to be a tactical uh, battle, this one. Whoever manages to impose their own tactical blueprint on the match, yeah. I think will be the team that will qualify from this time. So the big question is double act or threesome? It seems that uh, Paris Saint-Germain can operate better with a double act. I'll take act. a threesome any day. <laughs> I wasn't offering it. Uh, <laughs> Ramos and Marquinhos at, at, oh. at the back. Good save. Bro. Yeah, at the <laughs> back. Yeah, because yeah, you've got to build from the back. Hey, you've got to uh, build. And then make sure that you eventually get on top of the situation. But usually the battle is in midfield. If you have thrust in midfield, believe me, the goals will come. <laughs> they, they will. <laughs> Let me come to you. A normal human being <laughs> and ask this Bayern Munich fabled for their for their uh, uh, efficiency their ability to, on the ball uh, Thomas Muller has been playing uh, uh, when he's in the side great Some uh, at times he's being used off the bench mm-hmm. but he's been an effective uh, uh, participant of that uh, Bayern Munich side that efficiency has got to come to the fore tonight uh, in, in copious amounts because if they blink Paris Saint-Germain has the ability to hurt them 100% and if you take a look at that efficiency and especially I think for me Bayern Munich almost needs to dig a little deeper and be the Bayern Munich from a couple of seasons ago where we knew mm. them for that ruthless efficiency especially in this game if they don't take their chances I think definitely PSG is going to punish them for that and uh, with the likelihood is that there are going to be some changes in the Bayern Munich uh, lineup. Quick predictions, Alois, go. 3 1. 2 PSG. Oh, yes. Yes. Mike. Chris. 3 1. <laughs> 3 1. I'm with Alois. <laughs>
Three one. I'm going to go. Yo, Chris. No way. It's two one. Two one two. PSG. PSG. They'll, yeah, they'll have to play. That means they'll have to play. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll have to buck the trend and say two one to Bayern Munich. Uh, you reckon Bayern Munich will win? Just so we balance it. No, no, no. I want to balance The other match, of course, is Tottenham that is taking on AC Milan, which should be a very entertaining affair indeed. With Tottenham wanting to save their season, quote unquote. All right, we've got to go. We'll catch you tomorrow for our Thursday show. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just just blasphemous. Every weekday, the sport is your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Bundled, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.